Today on the Limited Collector's Epic Legendary Game of the Year Diamond Definitive Ultimate Wub Wub Loot Chest Prepare to Die BFG Edition of Gamerhead Radio, we don't come with a statue. Gamerhead Radio starts now. <laughs> I tell you one time. nice <laughs> <laughs> welcome ladies and gentlemen to gamerhead radio i am viking jesus mike nemitz oh, not of course this time whoa <laughs> whoa mind blown <laughs> because you know i, I figure today I, I i don't know if i'm actually viking jesus mike nemitz today so i can't say of course i'm viking jesus so 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 maybe i'm cecil I'm not Cecil. I was just know. going. I'm with calling you Cecil for the rest of the episode now. <laughs> no, I hope no, you know that. I, would. I was just going with the fact that he was limited edition this week. <laughs> the, of course, is the standard version. <laughs> uh, but of course, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhood Radio. As I mentioned, I'm a uh, person. Um, and over in this corner is the angry barnyard animal himself, Mr. Goat. That would be me. Statue not included. <laughs> and over here. In his cookie monster pajamas. And a stunning <laughs> camouflage top. We can't see the top of him, but the bottom of him is all about cookies. <laughs> the technotronic horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Why, thank you, Zazzle. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it's, um, when, when, when you get up at, uh, at, at like 6 a.m., which is really 5 a.m., thanks to Daylight Savings Time, to cook for five hours, and then you eat for five Two hours and then. Whoa, 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 whoa! You ate for two hours. Well, you know, ate and I'm sat just, and talk and. I'm just imagining you like sitting at the end of like a giant like banquet table, just like, home, 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 nonstop for two hours. I don't think any of us can do that. Well, Cecil, that's not exactly correct. <laughs> I'm going to really regret coming up with that name. <laughs> um, no, and then um, I then proceeded to take a nap from like. 1230 to 6 and then of course you guys got here at 7 so 6 between 6 and 7 was cleaning and more you know why Michelle cooking and stuff like that so yeah yeah I'm in my pajamas but that's okay if I had gotten the memo I also would have shown up in my pajamas I apologize that's okay no 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 hard feelings um also we're we're joined this week by um uh uh a a very dog-like creature um who appears to have molded into the floor <laughs> um, the goat brought a friend, brought along uh, Blueberry, um, who, who he's watching after, and um, Blueberry seems very uninterested in everything that's going on around him right now. I just need to address one thing: the name Blueberry mm-hmm. <laughs> is only accurate if this is like from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory after she eats the blueberry and is like blows You're up to violet, like Violet. Violet. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I and, just dog and she's sit. Huge is my point. Yeah, I, I just dog sit. That's a big dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. We tried asking him earlier what he was playing, but he wouldn't answer us. He's just, a sweetheart, and he does good, good tricks and everything. Yes, this but, is this yeah. is my campaign to uh, start my babysitting service. Figure if I can dog sit, someone will be stupid enough to pay me more to watch their kid. It'll probably only go once, but it's good money. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyway, uh, this is going to be a busy week in games, ladies and gentlemen, because two games come out 
Oh. Uh, well, more, uh, like four games come out, but only two of them are anything that most people are going to pay attention to. So uh, the two big releases this week is a tiny little game called Titanfall. Boo! Which Charlie is apparently not a fan of. <laughs> and uh, Dark Souls, <laughs> better known as Dark Souls 2. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm sticking to my Sean Connery joke because of the way the logo looks. Dark Souls 2 and uh, Titanfall, uh, very different, by the way. Uh, one of the games will piss you off because of the online community, and the other one is Titanfall. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Puns. <laughs> it's okay. Titanfall's uh, compensating with their statue. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, but we like a gameplay. We'll give you a, in this small child. <laughs> um... But yeah, we'll get we'll uh, get a little bit more about ti- actually. B- b- before we actually start the episode proper, I want to know something because I, um, you know, you guys have gotten a taste of our reviews so far. I want to know if you guys want a review of Titanfall or not because I already know Goat's not going to pick it up because he doesn't have an Xbox One. I know Charlie's not going to pick it up because he's an angry old man. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not angry. <laughs> well, then. okay. <laughs> The trying. joke was that out of you calling me an angry old man, I was complaining oh, about the anger. Admitting that you're old, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, sorry. Not Damn it, Cecil. <laughs> Damn it, Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're all getting names this week. <laughs> Thank God I came prepared. <laughs> um, but I'm more than willing to pick up the game if you guys are interested in a review and stuff like that. But I'm, if you guys don't care, then I don't care either. But just throwing that out there before we get started with anything. Um, so those are coming out. Um, Goat, what did you play this week? Uh, did you actually play anything this week? Yes, I did. Yes, Good. I did. Yes, because while I'm dog-sitting, I'm house-sitting. Mm-hmm. And while I'm house-sitting, they have a PS4. So I'm PS4-sitting. Oh, so you're making sure it still works? Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, I'm testing out all the running. games. Make yeah. sure the make sure those digital games still work. After yeah, all making these sure everything's minutes. buttoned up. You can't leave them alone for like you know a week on vacation. They'll seize up like a car. So I'm just doing my public <laughs> service for them. <laughs> uh, in that, I got sucked into Don't Starve, which seems kind of odd to me. But no, no, it's really fun. I could see you not liking it. No, I hated it. But but I, it's that uh, it's the Flappy Bird syndrome because you got to get. Furthered by days and by days, mm-hmm. and I found myself with the whole. Well, I, I can do better than that. All right, let's do it again. I right, do better than that. Well, I can do better than that. And I'm like, damn, it's been like six hours. Yeah, that's <laughs> one reason why I stay away from games like that and Flappy Bird and so on. But uh, okay, so don't starve. And then uh, tried Need for Speed Rivals. Didn't like it. Too open. That doesn't surprise me. Too open. World. You're always more of a Forza guy, anyway. Well, that and I just I I try to do stuff, and they're like, here, here's your list of stuff to do. I'm like, okay. You drive four feet. It's like you're in a pursuit. I'm like, so why give me a list of shit to do if you're not gonna <laughs> let me do it? Like I can't get anywhere without the cops behind me. I get it, but like just get rid of this list of you could possibly do this in 17 hours if the dude online next to you isn't gonna chase you. He's he's always gonna chase that's me. I, that's why I played <laughs> offline. People chasing you or on or yeah. other people? Yeah, oh. yeah the, the way rivals works is that you you um, unless you you know specifically go into offline mode, which sure. I did because I didn't want to be in goat situation. Um, you you jump into this game and then there's like up to eight people that are all either like a racer or a cop, and you know the, everyone can see each other like on the map and stuff like that. Yeah. So I played almost exclusively as a cop. So I would just go on the map, pick a racer, and I'm like, okay, this side of the map, I can intercept here and go, and then like five minutes later I would just T-bone them in an intersection and they would just be, I would imagine they would be like goat and they'd be just like god damn it I was trying to drive six miles without hitting anything I'm like ha no you weren't <laughs> so no I had fun with it for a while because like there's these kids like 
don't know. There was some cop who reminded me of VJ really bad because he's swerving behind me and he'd get up next to me. And I'd just lock the brakes up, whip a 180 and go the other way. And you'd see him just go, and then he'd come back, like, excuse me, wait for me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're going to get used to that, buddy. But it just, I don't know, there wasn't a lot there other than that. I'm like, man. Yeah, it really didn't have a whole lot of substance. So, and then, of course, I picked up and finished uh, Walking Dead episode, or season two, episode two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Meh. Continuing on. Yeah, more, still just some more of the same kind of a thing? Or? I haven't gotten to it yet, but it, it, was wasn't, it wasn't the... Uh, the shock value came way down, thank God. I didn't have to puke during playing it. Good, good. So that was a positive. But it, was but st- it was still a lot of important story. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of... It's a lot of build-up now. Like, I, I think 3 is going to be another, like, shock and awe, but this one's not, like, in your face. It's more story-driven this time, which is cool. My mind was in my face, but I think I fucked up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... Uh, you got a little bit of WWE 13 in. Yeah, I did. I picked that up since I went apparently, to Raw. Apparently you, and, uh, apparently you and Triple H are in a tag team now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to <laughs> Raw with Mike on Monday, so the WWE veins are just... Going wild, and I was like, ooh, 13, yes. And somehow I got paired with Triple H, and we are the tag team champions at the moment. I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, dubbed it the Gaming Goat tag team. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, because I was just, like, simulating everything. And they're like, hey, by the way. And I'm like, well, okay, that's cool, whatever. Fucking whatever. So right now I'm currently the champ, the USA champion, and the tag team champions. Oh, so what you're saying is you can make your wrestling attire out of championship belts. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> looking to hire a manager for the next belt. <laughs> hey, I can't carry four of these. Well, it's good because I think the last one you need to earn is the women's title. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think you can carry that. There may be a post-op. <laughs> anyway. But that's about it. That everything? Yeah. Cool. A full week to make fun of, to make fun of, to make up for the last week. non-existent yeah. <laughs> week last week. Good. Charlie. I finished up Arkham Origins. Yeah. The, uh, the main story anyways, and, and the majority of the, um, of the side questy stuff. Again, not going to go after all like the, the Riddler things and all that, but uh, yeah, good, no, it, was, it, was, it was a good game. I'm glad I played it. Yeah. Um, Let's see, and then I uh, I, start, I touched a couple other things. Uh, well, both Michelle and I are um, you know still clawing our way through um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and I say that because Jesus Christ is this game hard. <laughs> as I've asked, you know, just, I'm going to reclarify that every time because I don't see it getting easy at any point. <laughs> and uh, quick PSA: Go found something interesting online um, that he literally sent me just in the nick of time. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Uh, so the. Um, uh, so many of the levels have secret exits, um, kind of like uh, Super Mario World, where there's like a secondary exit so that you can get right. like shortcuts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, apparently, coming out of three three, um, there's at, le- at least one account of a guy that got the secret exit, and so both paths opened up to him, but then he couldn't actually take either one or something like that. Yeah. Um, so basically, he just says, "Now, again, as far as I can understand, as far as I'm, as far as I understand, this is one guy that." You know, demonstrated proof, but again, it's one guy. So I'm not really terrified, but nonetheless, um, we just finished three two the night before. <laughs> so um, I'm just uh, glad I saw that because I'm, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, you know, they have the whole sa- slot save system. So I'm just gonna make a copy of my save before I move on, just in case anything goofy happens. But uh, so aside from that, um, I uh, popped in um, Spec Ops: The Line for a few minutes. About time. Um, it's uh. 
it's it's interesting. I um I, I think I'm gonna play it because it's supposed to be short and decent. So you're probably only like uh, only like a chapter in or so, right? Like if, you, if that I, I played it, I didn't play. Yeah, it, very much. It, it starts slow, but once you get to like the halfway point, it's all like a downhill roller coaster ride, not in a bad way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then I also popped in um, Alice Madness Returns. Yeah, I saw that today. That was yeah. kind of a surpriser. Well, I think both of those games were free Xbox Live games, or very, at the very least, very cheap Xbox Live games. Yeah. Um, sometime in like the last few months, maybe like over Black Friday weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. I either got them free or for like just a few dollars. Okay. And so they've they've been they've been chilling on my backlog, but I hadn't actually acquired them yet. So mm-hmm. I grabbed them, and I was uh, looking for a game um, to play while Michelle was in the room, um, just so she could watch and you know like she likes to kind of like watch me play games as like as she's going to sleep. Just as like a, it's good, you know, she likes noise while she's sleeping. Whatever. Um, That's adorable. But uh, she doesn't like shooters because they're typically loud and anti-sleeping. So um, I was, I was trying, I was just going through like my list, like trying to find something that's like. It's uh, it's like Walking Dead. No, that's probably not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spec Ops. No, that's explosiony, gunny. No. Um, oh, Alice. All right. And so I, I, I played through like. 15 minutes, 30, well, eh, yes, the 15, 30 minutes of that. Um, again, interesting. Not what I was expecting. The art style is uh, pretty out there, yeah. um, especially on the, the human-esque characters. But, um, um, you know, it, it's just another one of those games where it's on my backlog and it's short-ish. I think that one's like uh, average about 10 hours to get through. And um, the reviews are good enough that I think I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Um, I played the original American McGee's Alice way back in the day on PC, and um, and that was that was that was good. So the second one was good. Yeah, I think, no, I think, I think oh, you, oh, you, oh, you played yeah. Master Returns? Yeah, okay. I got mostly through it, and it was it's the same thing. It's just a little weird because it's a third person, like kind of take your standard third person, like Batman, what you were just doing, mm-hmm. and throw it in the Alice wacky world, and you get the same game. Okay, the whole um the whole because she trigger. hovers with her her skirt too, so you don't lose that. You don't yeah. have that problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The whole like left trigger to shrink thing is is an interesting mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, the the first couple minutes of that, just that opening cutscene, um, where she's like on the raft with like the white rabbit, and like things get like really bloody, really fast. Yeah. So like, oh okay, that though, all right, maybe this wasn't the right thing to play for Michelle while she was trying to go to sleep. But okay, too late now. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at Michelle and she's like got like this like one ha- like one eye open like kind of like terrified look on her face i'm like sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> poor michelle <laughs> giving her nightmares that's when you look at her and go you said no walking dead this is what you get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's about it cool i've uh i've been spending the better part of the week playing wind waker hd um been struggling with myself if I want to actually 100% it and get like all the heart containers and all the upgrades and stuff like that. Um, I had the same problem when I played um, Ocarina of Time 3D because I 100%ed Ocarina of Time back in the N64 back in the day. Um, and then I was playing Ocarina of Time 3D and I'm like, you know, preparing to go fight Ganon and stuff like Spoilers for a 12 year old game. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you fight Ganon? More than that? Way more than 12, actually. Huh? Wait, well, you fight Ganon? That? That's right. It's a total fucking wow. shocker. Jesus. It's not like he's in all but three of the Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm going you know, to go fight Ganon. It's just like, okay, I want to go in with everything so I look like a badass against Ganon. I'm like, 
I don't fucking care. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I can beat him. I have beaten him without getting hurt whatsoever. I don't need the upgrades. I don't. I know exactly how this goes. And so I'm, I'm running into the same thing with Wind Waker. I'm like, you know, the part of me is just like, I want to explore. I want to go to this island. I want to go to this island. I want to do this puzzle. I want to go in this optional dungeon. And I'm like, fuck that. I just want to finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've been a lot. I've been really torn about that. So uh, I'm curious. Typically, you're not a hundred percenter. So, what is it about this game that? I think it's. Uh, I think it's only Zelda games. Honestly, I mean, like I, I did that. Uh, you know, especially because I know I've hundred percented them before, and so I feel like I have to live up to my own reputation in a way. Um, when the game was re- last released, uh, but it, yeah, but there's a. I've noticed I do the same thing, but there's this big realization that I've come to when they were last released. We were in school and didn't have jobs. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mike, wow, that's a really big game changer. I don't care as much anymore, and I've already done this once. Right. <laughs> and back then, I d- didn't, you know. We didn't know. Didn't, well, back then, I also didn't care as much about, like, having a backlog and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned a couple times that my backlog is almost exclusively JRPGs right now, except I picked up Professor Layton. I picked up Fable Anniversary because it was on sale. Mm. Um, so I have two games that aren't JRPGs, but one is an RPG yeah. and one is a Japanese game. So it's just... It's, <laughs> You're just batting a thousand on I'm just, just, I'm just, and you know, 10, 10, 2 HD comes out in a week and a half, so I'm just digging myself deeper. Um, and Metal Gear Solid, god yeah. damn. Yeah, that's where you and I differ, is that if, you know, if I go through a game once, and I like 100% or whatever, and if then I go through again, for mm-hmm. you know, because just because I enjoyed it, or I pick up like an HD collection or something, my approach is... I've already 100%ed. I don't need to do it again. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm trying to like adapt to. Yeah. Like, you know, but but I, I my head sees it as like a whole different game. Mm. So like, you know, Wind Waker versus Wind Waker HD, especially cuz Wind Waker HD has a few minor new things. Like I'll probably do the same thing again when I get to Kingdom Hearts HD because and Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 HD because they have new stuff that weren't released in the American versions. So I'll be like, okay, I gotta go do this again. But and then that realization will come in. It's just like, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> um, so that was most of my week. I did uh, I managed to catch up on The Walking Dead Season 2 as well. Um, I played Episode 2, and I, I agree with Goat. You know, it's not as big on the shock factor, but it's like, you know... If The Walking Dead was a roller clo- a roller coaster, this would be the click, 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 click mm-hmm. part. Uh, yeah. where you can tell it's just like, oh, shit's about to hit the fan. You know, I mean, things things do get serious, but it's not like, you know, I think there was one quick time event like section in the entire thing. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit more like slower paced, a little bit more like establishing, you know, new and old relationships and stuff like that. So, but it was really good. I'm eagerly waiting episode three for that one. Um, also the wolf among us. So telltale, um, you should release those soon, please. <laughs> I'll, I'm I'll looking forward to their, forever. I'm looking forward to their game of Thrones game. That's going to be See, epic. I still don't know anything about game of Thrones. Everyone, literally everyone has told me I should watch it, but I've never looked into it. Not to be a follower, but yeah, you'd enjoy it. Yeah. Check out yeah. the same thing. But I'm just going to do what I do. I'm just going to play the game. And I'll just go off the game. So when you guys make references, because like, oh, I've seen that in the game. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, and, and I figured this out. Not to go off topic, even though I am. Um, I, whenever someone tells me to watch a TV show or something like that, like this happens with like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, you know... Uh, some new show called like True Detective or something like that. Mm. I don't I don't know what that is, but everyone's talking about it on Twitter, and everyone's just like, "You need to fucking watch whatever." I figured it out. I hate watching television alone, 
unless it's wrestling. And even then, I'm usually texting Goat back and forth, so it feels like he's right there if he's not right there. And so, so, but I turn on TV myself, and I'm just like, I lose interest because I'm just like, okay, and then I'll like pull out my phone and start checking Twitter and Kotaku and, and whatever. I'll pull out my Surface and I'll start, you know, working on stuff. I need focus, so that's why I never actually look into TV shows that. I just like being told what to do. Huh? Flat out, everybody's like, you should do this. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, because you said to go watch this. (laughs) They're giving you an order. They're giving you a recommendation. Yeah, so whatever. But they're not telling you what to do. (laughs) I like being rebellious. That doesn't surprise me in the least. (laughs) I guess not. And in this day and age, at my age, you take every little bit you can and hang on to it. (laughs) Anyway. So that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Alright guys, so we had a relatively busy week. I, I, you guys don't, the listeners probably didn't see this because I doubt it. Most of them are following me on my personal Facebook page and stuff like that. But I love how, you know, I'll go the entire week when I'm rounding up news stories and I'll get to like Thursday and I'll be like, wow, there's not a lot of news this week. And then the video game industry will just be like, oh yeah, and suddenly like four big stories come out of the woodwork and it's just like, well, that takes care of this week. So, it happens every fucking time. Anyway, till it doesn't happen and you freak out and you're like, ah, uh, I was kind of waiting and, and you, I, uh, uh, <laughs> God damn it, Thursday. And then you realize you forgot to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, coming at number five, we finally have a release date for Watch Dogs. We'll see. We have a probable release date for <laughs> yeah. Watch Dogs. Um, we probably man. have a probable release date for yeah. Watch Dogs. <laughs> Uh, the new magic date is May 27th. No. No? You no. don't think so? No. Isn't okay. that, that's a Memorial Day weekend. It's also uh, two weeks before E3, which is typically a death trap for any game that's not huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Watch Dogs is a big enough... Go- well, there there have been a couple games that have been able to kick the E3 curse, so to speak. Infamous 2 did. Uh, the Last of Us certainly did. Uh-huh. You know, both of those were released during E3 week, and they still did fine. You know, Watch Dogs releasing two weeks before E3, I think it'll still do fine. Maybe it's over. Maybe the curse is over. You just gotta be an Here, A player. Here's, 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 here's what I'm concerned about. Did either of you see the new trailer they released along with the release date announcement? Yes. Yeah. What did you guys think of it? Um... It's it's good to know a little bit more about his motivations. Like mm-hmm. one of, one of the questions I had when we were finding out more, when we were first learning about the game, mm-hmm. is like there's this guy who seemed like he wanted to like do all these good things, but then he was killing all these people. Right. Like it's like I'm going to go save the girl from being beat up and kill fifty cops in the process. It right. just seems a little like anti, you know, right. like a little conflicted there. Right. But um, you know, so it's it's good to understand a little bit why uh, why he's doing what he's doing. It's um. What did you think of the visuals? From the streaming YouTube video I watched, you know, they uh, looked okay, I guess. <laughs> because I, I, when I looked at that, it, the trailer didn't look quite right to me, and I compared it back to the demo they originally showed at E3 2012, mm-hmm. and it looked different. Like, noticeably different. In what way? The original demo was a lot more detailed. It felt it, it. Watch Dogs was the game that got me excited for next gen, because not because of like you know gameplay mechanics or story or anything like that. Everything that they do that with that is you know capable on current gen consoles, which is why you know coming out on current gen consoles. Um, 
and, and I'm not usually I'm not usually a visuals person, but that was the thing that was like drawing me to Watch Dogs was the fact that the lighting was phenomenal. The explosions looked like actual explosions. You know, the guys, you know, Goat made fun of me before when I mentioned this. The guy's coat moves so realistically. He can put his hands in his goddamn pockets. You, you it's just uh, the new trailer. It, it seems lacking does it look me. as good do you, th do you think they had to dial it down i don't know and that's what kind of concerns me the fact that we're so close to release and now the fact and now this comes out and i'm not the only one who's thought this there were mm. a bunch of people on the internet i mean i think uh i think uh, like kotaku and polygon posted whole like comparison videos and stuff like that mm. um to where they're like yeah this doesn't look like the same thing that the demo was but let's still wait till the game comes out and then so i'm i'm just i don't know now that seed of skepticism has been planted in the back of my mind i'm just like Oh, great. <laughs> no, I'm, I think, I don't know. I'm with you. Like, I just, I, I watched it. It seemed like Hackers, the movie again. Great. <laughs> awesome. But, I have no issues with that comparison. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> but, I don't know, I just, I, I don't know. I've just, I noticed the visuals and all that, and everybody was all like, next gen's the greatest thing in the world that makes pockets and butter and everything like that. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I'm going to laugh wholeheartedly when you guys all ran out and bought a PS4, and the graphics suck, and you guys got had. Well, and everybody goes, well, other things on the PS4 uh, look great. I mean, uh, but yeah, but that was everything like the, else I played looks phenomenal, but... That was like the pushing game. They're like, it's going to be on next gen. Watch dogs, watch dogs, watch dogs. Like the big Sunday monster truck thing. And it went, <laughs> you know... Coming this Tuesday, watch dogs, watch dogs, watch dogs. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> but we're you know, we got Titanfall on the Xbox side. That's... By the way, I'm available for <laughs> advertisement purposes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but we have Titanfall on the uh, Xbox side that's... Nah... And now we have Watch yeah, Dogs on the PS4 really, side. That's nah. Well, I don't think Watch Dogs was ever like the the absolute big PS4 seller. I think that belongs to Infamous, but yeah. that's that's. But I haven't heard. I honestly haven't seen away. anything about Infamous. I have. I, mean, I, I pre-ordered the collector's edition, <laughs> but we'll get more into that later. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm still excited, but I'm slightly less excited. I don't know if that's just because like the delay kind of put a sour taste in my mouth or what, but we'll see. I, this this little bit of reasoning will probably make you happy, Goat. I decided not to buy a PS4 solely to play Watch Dogs. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll forgo the extra 60 minutes of gameplay and just get it for my <laughs> Xbox One because, you well, know... Well, even I'm happy about that. Money. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm the only person that's ever actually bought a console for one game, and then I realized, oh, there's other good games for it. That was the PS3 for Metal Gear Solid, but, you know, me. Anyway, speaking of PS3s, what did you guys think of The Last of Us? I haven't played it yet. What? It's on my backlog. Go, you played some of The Last of Us. I didn't get into it. It was good, but it was just... Like I said before on the show, when I did play it, it's, it, Uncharted did it better. I wanted the comedy in there to break up the seriousness. It was just way too serious. Well, good news for Charlie, then. <laughs> if Charlie doesn't want to play the game, there's going to be a movie in the works soon through Sony Pictures and Screen Gems. Um, the Last of Us movie is reportedly in the works. Um, so, yeah, the Last of Us movie, uh, they release a synopsis, and surprise, surprise, it has to do exactly what the game had to so do. So it's not with. a tie-in. It's just an adaption it's, of, the it's of the game. the game, but in movie form. Gotcha. Um, the movie is going to be directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. Uh, so that could be their hit or miss, personally. Are they going to get Ellen Page to play that girl? 
I was going to make that joke, <laughs> and now I'm mad that you made it first. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. I apologize, Cecil. That's per- that's perfectly. <laughs> Damn it! Wow, that's two joke steals to Charlie in under two minutes. He's not even. It's that the pants. Drunk this time. It's the pants. The powers in the Cookie Monster pants. What are you implying? That is not my. That is not my magical super juice. Okay, like that's not the only thing that I, that yes, exists. That. Wait, you were Stop. drinking magical super juice by what brewery last week? <laughs> that probably is the name of a beer somewhere. <laughs> so, um... I have to check that. <laughs> go on, you know, just go on without me. This is not relevant. <laughs> so, uh, I, 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 I'm curious what kind of movie The Last of Us is going to turn out to be. I'm, I wonder if it's going to be like a, a scary flick, or, or if it's going to turn out to be more like... You know, drama. I guess it's gonna be like Resident Evil. Uh, I've heard. I've not seen any of the Resident Evil movies, but I've heard nothing but bad things about them. I liked the first one. I enjoyed it. And like, they're like what up to six now. <laughs> I I stopped watching after the third. I think. Okay, so they're up to six. <laughs> well, they can't go really far with this. I mean, that is the Last of Us. It's gonna, it's gonna get awkward when they make well, a sequel. You know, there there are all these rumors floating around about a Last of Us two and stuff like that being made for the PS four, oh. but the, they're still just rumors at this point. Obviously, I hope they make a parody and they call it The Last of Us. Just kidding. <laughs> really, The Last of yeah. Us. <laughs> More of The Last of Us. More of the. La- or a prequel, The First of Us. <laughs> but I agree. Ellen Page should play Ellie. Magical Super Juice is not a beer. That's listed and untapped anyways. I feel like somebody needs to fix that. Somebody's missed the easy one there. Charlie, you know what you must do now. <laughs> Got it. Create a beer. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of Naughty Dog, coming in at number three. Not you, Blue. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, looking oh. at you all disappointed. <laughs> Speaking of Naughty Dog, um, creative director and one of the head writers at Naughty Dog, Amy Hennig left Naughty Dog this past week. Um, of course, worked on games such as The Last of Us and the Uncharted series. Um, this came as a massive shock to the video game industry, just because she was one of the most uh, she was apparently one of the most beloved people in the video game industry, especially for her work like on Uncharted and stuff like that. Um, Sony confirmed the you know confirmed the departure shortly after the news broke. Um, we still don't know why she left. Um, no one's really talking anywhere, but there are rumors coming, uh, going, spreading on Twitter and stuff like that, that she was forced out for some reason, which seems weird to me. I, I, she was in the middle of working on Uncharted for PS4, because that's what Naughty Dog is working on now. Well, confirmed to be working on now. So, I, I don't know, this, this just seemed... It's strange to me. I don't know. It, 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 it's. I think it's going to need. It's one of those stories that we only have half of it, and we got to wait for the other half to get surfaced. Yeah, and we don't even know if the other half will come out. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. It but, just. But it's hard to. It's hard to figure out what's going on with half of what's going on, and the half that we have doesn't make any sense to the whole. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just uh, I, uh, Ken Levine hire her because that um, that <laughs> oh would be oh my god that would be a good match. The stories in those games, yes. Between Ken Levine being an English major and a former novelist and current novelist, and you know Amy Hennig making the stories that currently make Uncharted confusing, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yep, I'm all for it. I'd play that. It'll be Gone Home too. Oh, you guys haven't played that, and no. I haven't either. But I know what it's about. I was saying more Bioshock Uncharted, but. 
Just blatant, <laughs> blatantly out there. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, Nathan Drake is exploring the decrepit remains of Rapture. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I want to play that game. <laughs> Suddenly he's got plasmids. <laughs> now he's shooting fire everywhere, and he's and he's just like, "Oh God, my hand is on fire! I can see it now!" Now, by the way, Naughty Dog <laughs> slash Ken Levine, um, you can get a hold of us at nine four nine two six gamer, <laughs> and I promise I'll get back to you. As if you'd soon like as to possible. option any of our, uh, you know, ideas. <laughs> Coming into number two, we've made plenty of jokes about how useless the Ouya is. But now it's going to be even more useless. <laughs> is that possible? No, 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 no. Get this. So, Mad Cats is coming out with their own micro console, right? Uh -huh. It's called the Mojo. <laughs> that That's not the funny part. This is the funny part. So, the Mad Cats Mojo, <laughs> which is kind of funny to say together, um, will be capable of playing Ouya games. Ouya is putting out a thing called Ouya Anywhere. Where you will be able to get the Ouya storefront and the uh, interface on certain devices that allow the Ouya Anywhere thing. Effectively making that tiny little box that they kickstarted a year and a half ago completely fucking useless. Well, it's not useless. It's just now going to be one of several options. Yes. So they're going the way of Roku? They're going the way of Steam. Oh. Because, well, Steam is kind of a success. And so they're taking their, you know, it's it's... I, I get what they're doing. It's, you know, because how much is the Mojo going to cost? Have they 200 said? bucks. There you go. But wow. it's twice as powerful as the Ouya. Well, again, yeah, fair. But keep in <laughs> mind, we're talking about Android games here. You know, they might not need all that power. Yeah, I don't care how much Mojo it's got. 200 bucks is a little steep. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're taking and they're turning into a platform as opposed to just being, you know, a, you know, a self-contained little thing on their own little console, mm -hmm. which I think will be just fine for them. It's, um, you know, it's... Um, it really is going the Steam Steambox route. It's like you know, if you want, if you want to get into that marketplace, you know, here's all these different ways you can do it. But then we have our way, which you know may or may not be better. Uh, hopefully, right. it'll be better, in, at least in some aspects. And, and um, whether it's easier, or just more integrated, or whatever it is. But and that's that's kind of you know, someone made this comparison. I'm really glad they did because I love this comparison. You know, someone said this is the equivalent of like you know, why should you buy a Kindle? For what is it like 120 bucks nowadays? Why should you Why should you buy a Kindle when there's a Kindle app on an iPad that does more than a Kindle does? And so it's just like okay, but the Kindle does certain things better. Like it does the reading stuff way better. There you go. But the Ouya, from everything we know, doesn't do anything better than the Mojo does. It does. So I I I I I don't know. I'm just I'm just struggling to figure out the mindset behind this. Well, it's half the price, and so it's doing that much better already. Well, yeah, but I I don't know. See, I think I think go, that, you you have your yes. hand up like you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, well, not anymore. But um, <laughs> and for the first time, I think ever in the history of the show, I'm in the middle of you two, which is weird. Because on the one well, side, no, you, you always sit there, and we're always. But on an issue. <laughs> Usually I'm on my own little planet. Yeah. But I, I follow Charlie's logic and I get it. All right, now you have 6,000 different ways for 6,000 different people to get your hands on the product, mm -hmm. which makes sense. If you don't know any better or anything else, you're like, oh, I need an Ouya. I'll go to Ouya and buy an Ouya. Now, if you're like Charlie, you're like, hey, I'm going to go and just put it on my iPad through my blah, 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 Ouya, hoo-ha thing. <laughs> 
But that's not, you know, by the way, the hoo-ha is the yeah. ooh too, but we can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, you, you know. We're just coming up with great ideas this week. Sorry. Didn't mean to yeah. interrupt. But then Mike's like, you know, the middle guy where it's like, well, I know it sucks, but I'm not a techno genius, so I'll take option B and a half. Because it fits your world. Option B plus. Yeah. So Thanks it makes sense. They're getting, they're, they're, not everybody is on the same playing field, and they're playing to that playing field, if it makes sense. I guess. It's more of a personalized experience for your savviness. I guess. I don't, I don't the other know. thing to keep in mind is that the Vio console does not make them money. Sales on their platform makes them money. Oh, right. That's they don't, how it goes for most consoles. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so they don't really care if you buy a new console or if you get the service on somewhere else. They care that you're buying games on their service. That's and so true. for them, it's a good business move. That's true. I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't know. To, to me, I can't help but look at if, this is if like eShop titles on the Wii U suddenly showed up on the PS4, you know, then why would I buy a Wii U at that point? That kind of thing. But, you know, that's just me. So yeah, I don't I don't know what to think about the whole Ouya anywhere thing, but I, I, fun fact, um, someone posted on Facebook a couple days ago they found an Ouya for fifty bucks at a Goodwill, like a couple towns over, huh. and I happened to be passing by a Goodwill on my way to errands the other day, and they didn't have any, but I looked anyway because Ouya for fifty bucks. If nothing else, we could find someone to throw it at. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a chain wall or something. It's a good uh, plex machine, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Two, yeah. <laughs> Remember when I came up with that? I was so proud of it. Coming to number one. Uh, the king of awkward E3 presentations will no longer be making awkward E3 presentations. Uh, Jack Trenton, the CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment of America, announced a couple days ago that he will be stepping down as CEO... On March 31st, he didn't cite any reasons other than that he, uh, you know, the 12 years that he spent at Sony has been some of the most rewarding of his career. Um, you, you guys know who Jack Trenton is, right? He's mm-hmm. the, he's the, he's, he, he delivers the kind of like, aw shucks kind of yes. presentations at E3. and Jeans so and a Blazer guy? Huh? Jeans and a Blazer guy? No, that's Phil Spencer. Okay. The other guy. Uh, Jack Trenton is the guy who, um... Well, he gets the most screen time during the Sony conferences. Oh, okay. He's kind of hard to listen to, but he's really easy to follow just because he's not speaking in, like, PR terms and stuff like that. He looks sort of like Bobby from King of the Hill grown up. Yes! Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know. Oh, I know my God. Is. I'll never be able to unsee that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad he's not going to be at E3 this year because during the Sony conference, all I'd be able to think of is, God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Why would you put out that game now? <laughs> I had the ti- Why isn't it about propane? <laughs> <laughs> I find the timing to be so weird. It's like the PS4 is doing great right now. Yeah. So, to me, like just based on like it must be something personal. Then just me following like the tech industry as a whole and seeing CEO changes and things like this. It's like I've seen this at Microsoft multiple times. It's like yeah. when when a product launch finally comes out mm-hmm. and it's doing well. That's when you stick around as long as you can. Actually, when you if, should. if you've been looking to get rid of somebody, that's when you do it. Really? Because it's... But it's, this is the head honcho. Who can get rid of him? I don't know how corporate America board, works. The board. Yeah, oh. the shareholders can. Oh, f- yeah. fucking whatever. But, you know, it's... But I don't think they would get rid of him because, I mean, it's doing well, you know. Exactly. Which means that right now, when it's already doing well, it's on, it's on speed control. Like, it's not going to stop doing well because of a CEO change. 
And so right now, this is a time where it's okay oh, to throw I, I that disruption, and, you yeah. know, throw that gear in the works, uh, throw that wrench in the gears, yeah. to, um, to uh, so that they can get the new CEO in and get him acclimated. Like when there is not other drama to worry about. Yeah, it's not broke, so he doesn't have to fix anything. He just kind of yes. slides in and goes, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. I'm just going to go check out my office. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that, but that totally makes sense. Um, the new CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment America, I forget their name, but they're the uh, CEO, I believe they're the COO of Sony Online Entertainment, which seems like a weird jump up because that that's, you know, that's Sony's MMO division. So right now their biggest thing is DC Universe Online. <laughs> and that kind of makes sense, though. You think so? Well, because I would, I would expect someone like, like I, I don't think he, I don't remember where on the food chain Andrew House is the the guy with the weird accent that revealed the PS4 and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember where if he's above or below Jack Trenton, but if he's below, I would expect him to be next in line. When you're picking CEOs for a company, the chain of command it's in like the food chain, as you put it, is not so much as important as the direction you want to take the company in. Like Sony is yeah, going very big on their social route, on their you know on, on that on the whole route of like you know the the whole you know the entertainment so putting, put, yeah, yeah. So putting an MMO guy in that seat makes a lot of sense to me. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with Charlie on that. I think I was just say you put the head of online on there, and the PS4 is the new social thing, and look at us, we can you can talk to anybody and do all this. Yeah, it would make complete sense to take the guy who knows everything about how online works and just put him in charge of the box that you're trying to make the greatest online piece of. Boxing. Yeah, I guess that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. I'm just I'm I'm still trying to get over the fact that Kaz Harai went from you know president of Sony Computer Entertainment to president of all of Sony. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Remember Ken Katarugi? No, no. He was a guy that launched the PS3. He was kind of a weird guy. No one liked him. I'm pretty sure most of the people who've launched a PlayStation item are that weird guy. They're like, hey, you, <laughs> you're odd. You know, uh, want to launch something this week? Um, look at Shuhei Yoshida. Uh, you know, the, the, guy that, the, the guy that did the, this is how you trade games on the PS4. Yeah, yeah. Look at that guy. Everyone loves him. But he's more of a developer, so I want to meet him again. He was really cool. <laughs> anyway. You should trade PS4 games the next time you see him. <laughs> Just for that, if I ever if I ever go to E three again, I'm going to carry a PS four game with me just to be have him sign it. This is traded by. <laughs> God. Anyway, so yeah, the changing of the guard at Sony, but they're doing well. PS fours are still selling well. But yeah, there well, was there was an update on sales numbers in the last week. Aren't they up to like six million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they're doing just fine. Doesn't matter well, who's in charge. Sony's. Uh, Rolling in money right now. Not, well, not rolling in money because you know they lose wow. money for consoles, but they gain money back with everything what, else. What the losses that they're taking on console sales right now? I do, I've not seen it reported anywhere. Um, but given that it doesn't have any proprietary hardware or anything like that, I can't imagine it's That's a true. ridiculous loss yeah. or anything like that. I mean, that was one. Of, that was the only reason that they lost so much money with the PS3 was because of the cell processor and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, the, when it came out, they were losing like a hundred bucks a console or something crazy like that, right? Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. I'd like to think they've learned from that. Well, I, I, I see. I, re I remember too um, when the PS3 first came out. Um, someone did the math, and the attach rate for PS3s. Every single console sold needed to have twelve games attached to it just to break even. Which is not a problem for people like us. Yeah. But for Joe Schmo consumer, I don't think they know 12 games exist. Yeah. <laughs> Nor do they care. 
Exactly. They'll pick up, you know, a Call of Duty game and a Madden, and it's just like, yep, set for life. Yeah. <laughs> See, my cruel, cruel nature just automatically thinks that you should have the games, like, glued to the system, actually attached, and be like, I don't know how you're going to play them. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> but you have your 12 games attached to it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and with that, our feature today is Talking Collector's Edition, so let's get to it. <laughs> So we've been making fun of the collector's edition for Titanfall for what seems like months now. Ever since they announced it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made that as a news story when they first announced it. Um, so we we thought in honor of Titanfall launching along with its ridiculous $250 18-inch tall statue collector's edition, um, we might break down um, some of our favorite collector's editions and things like that. Um, but, but first I wanted to begin... Um, Remember back in the day, guys. Uh, well, I, I, I don't think Charlie. I know you're not a big collector's edition person. I think you only own you only own one that I know of, um, which is I, Infinite. Uh, I own that one. I got the Mass Effect Three collector's edition. Was the next most recent one that I got. Um, before that, I did get some back when you know back before I was like a proper adult and I didn't have the kind of financial responsibility that an adult has. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember. But see, that was back in the that was back in the day when like collector's editions weren't, they weren't like, that, big. That they big might have thing, like yeah. they might have in, included like the soundtrack or like yeah. you know something oh. like that when it was only like ten bucks more. Yeah. And it was, just came in like a shiny case or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that that's pretty much it. yeah yeah like the, and, the steel and, books and that's man, about it. That takes me back to the good old days when you were a badass for spending ten bucks more. Yeah, <laughs> goat. Uh, I know you own a couple or did. Yeah, I have a couple laying around. It, any um, well, Forza Three, I have. Well, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Forza Four, I should have, but that that's a situation that GameStop screwed me out of. Um, way to go! Way uh, to go, GameStop. What else did I get? I think you've got Duke Nukem sitting around somewhere. Yeah, I got Balls of Steel's edition that you refused to open. No, I've opened it. Oh, okay. Um, that's about it. I'm I don't know. I'm just not a big. Big collector's See, edition person. And, and this is something that, you know, I have way too many to list. And I, I'm not, uh, like, maybe I'll take a picture of my whole, like, shelves and post them on the Facebook page and stuff like that. Just because, literally, well, I can't remember all of them. To put a, but to put this into perspective, since I've known VJ, I, and if, out of the games he buys, the only reason he didn't get the collector's edition is because it wasn't offered. That's not necessarily <laughs> true. But more often than not. But that is relatively okay, accurate. If, you, if he really wanted the game and there was and there's a collector's edition, it's automatic. <laughs> more or less. I mean, I, I only do it for the big ones, though. Like, you know, I, I do it for every Final Fantasy game that offers one because, you know, I'm a big Final Fantasy person. I do it for Castlevania because I'm a big Castlevania fan. I did it for, you know, anything that's, you know, like I did it for The Last Story because that was forced and it was a free upgrade. So, hey, good job. Um, and then I, I but I, I found myself like buying certain ones just because I would like get addicted to cheap ass gamer and then they would have like the cheap collector's edition thread and stuff like that. Forgot about that uh, the hidden clearance collector's edition thing you got. Exactly. So there there's a lot of like <laughs> you know, four years ago. Four bucks collector's <laughs> edition. He's, this is true. This yeah, is, I've seen him do I, it. There was a there was a solid like 
But there used to be, I have, I can name at least a couple collector's editions I've done this in, where I, I'll see a thread on a forum or something like that, and it'll say, like, you know, the Fallout New Vegas collector's edition for only 30 bucks, and I'm like, fuck yes, I wanted to play that anyway, so I'll buy it. Same thing again with, like, StarCraft 2 and StarCraft 2's expansion, and... Well, Diablo three I picked up outright because it was Diablo three. Um, did you get the um, the Alien Colonial Marines one when it was cheap a couple? Of I years did ago? not. I was this close to, but I didn't want it on my shelf. But the power loader. See, I'm not an aliens guy. You know what I'm going to say here. You haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> okay. Not really. Sit down. Um, <laughs> um, I've I've seen Alien vs Predator. If that's any consolation. No. Okay. You haven't seen the good ones. Oh. Okay. Um, but I've, I've got those. I've got the Catherine Collector's Edition, which came in the pizza box, which was weird. I've got the, the Killzone 3 Collector's Edition, which was a, a helmet. All of those I picked up for less than $30 each. Just because... It just well, why like, not? Yeah, fuck. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. And occasionally they come with neat stuff, like... Well, even then, if you're paying under thirty bucks for it, why the hell not get the extra toys? Like the like the Infamous Two Collector's Edition, which came with a statue of Cole, which is sitting somewhere on a shelf somewhere. But it came with that um, that like sling bag that I bring to shows and stuff yeah. like that, and I lug all my gear around in. I love practical stuff. Like suddenly, yes. uh, that came with me to E3 both years I went. So, you know, that came with me to a bunch of shows. It doesn't anymore because now I have a backpack which is bigger. Um, <laughs> That's my biggest thing is when Collector's Edition comes with actual stuff that I can use. Right. It's like statues are fine, I guess. Like you know, like like art books are fine, soundtracks are fine. But yeah. when it actually comes with things that I could actually use in my daily life, like that's when a collector's edition really gets me. Right. And I I just don't see many of those. That's I'll, that's the I'll, thing. So, so what you're saying, Charlie, is if they start this whole messenger bag with every collector's edition, you're gonna be as bad as Mike. <laughs> well, no, not every collector's because like, I already have a messenger bag. But then you could have like you yeah, know your Tuesday bag with your Mass Effect and your Wednesday <laughs> bag with your other Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe <laughs> suddenly Mass Effect Four messenger bag edition. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I love most. I mean, uh, you know, like, I, I thought it was stupidly cool that Lightning Returns came with a pocket watch. <laughs> you know, and, and for all intents and purposes, I mean, I'm not a pocket watch kind of person, but now I have a Final Fantasy branded one, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Now that you mention it, I'm a little surprised I haven't seen you carry that around. Uh, because I, 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 well, you usually see me in my work pants, and I don't bring it to work. Ah. So. Still surprises me. Yeah, I figured once you get that watch, you were going to start doing like the steampunk thing and the glasses with the watch, so it all made sense. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to create an entire outfit around yes. a watch. It's Final Fantasy. that's the strangest thing anybody's ever done. For me? Probably. No, it still says Final Fantasy. The, the sky's the limit <laughs> on strange for you. <laughs> yeah. Um... But remember, I, I, I see. I can pinpoint. You know, I mentioned a little bit, uh, a little bit ago that you, you remember when collector's editions were just like, you know, just a fancy case and maybe a soundtrack and stuff like that. I can pinpoint the exact reason when we crossed that threshold into ridiculousness. Remember the Halo Three Legendary Edition the that helmet? came with the helmet? Yes. Yep. It was 130 bucks. Came with the helmet. I remember someone was so damn proud of it because I was still in high school at the time. Someone was so damn proud of it. They decided to bring the entire head into school with them. 
because they just wanted to show it to everyone. And so everyone's just like, you spent $130 on a fucking video game. Uh-huh. I don't even do that now. <laughs> but it's a giant head. <laughs> it wasn't even a giant head. It was it was miniature. It could like it could fit on a cat. Yeah. But not an actual person. Unless the person was an infant. And I don't think you should jam a helmet on an infant. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't ask Goat for opinion on that topic. <laughs> Um, but that's the exact moment, you know, because you saw that, and then you started to see collector's editions, like, suddenly, like, you know, uh, suddenly, years later, you know, Splinter Cell comes with a remote control plane, and, you know, Call of Duty starts coming with night vision goggles, and uh, fucking... car thing. Yeah, yeah, the remote control drone with the yeah. camera on it and stuff like that, and, you know, um, Star Wars The Old Republic came with, like, an 18-inch tall, like, Darth something statue. I don't remember his name, but he was weird, and it's sitting on my shelf because I picked that up for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so collector's editions have changed, but just, it's a lot more than it used to be, but I'm not necessarily, like, complaining about that, because I actually love, like, you know, aside from the practical stuff, like, I'll, I'll, agree, I'll agree with Charlie with that, with the practical stuff and whatnot, but then you get, like, you know, I, I as odd as it sounds, I love Blizzard's collector's editions, because they'll give you uh, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, they'll give you the soundtrack, which is great, all of them are composed by Russell Brower, who's a very nice and talented man. Um, the art book, making of DVDs, like, like downloadable stuff, usually for World of Warcraft, which I don't touch, but hey, downloadable stuff. But it, every, it's just at that point where it's just like, okay, this is if you're a fan of the game. It's not, you know, quote-unquote useless knickknacks to sit on a shelf or something like that. Oh, yeah. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. And I think the Forza games are kind of like that, too. They're not too much. It's just usually like a fancy case and some extra downloadable stuff. Well, and like with, didn't one of them come with like a tire gauge or something like that? Uh, three came with a nice fancy chrome. Uh, I think it was like two gig flash drive. Oh, okay. It had the Forza on it. Well, and then it two came... Two gigs? How dare they? Yeah. And then it came... <laughs> At the time, that was probably huge. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it came with a book, like a, a fan art book, and then it has something else in it that I don't remember. Oh, a lanyard, I think. <laughs> and then it came... The big thing with that, that though, is with the collector's editions, you get like like a five or six cars that you only get you'll never ever get them again and they're they actually yeah. keep up on that yeah they, they don't release it yeah. later collector's to buy. edition cars that's oh, it that's nice <laughs> at least that's yeah when, when it comes to uh, well i was about to say that you know if you're going to offer something exclusively in a collector's edition it part, better stay exclusive well part of me says that but then the other part of me that doesn't waste money well waste spend money <laughs> on collector's editions Maybe I wanted the DLC, so having it come out for the general public in a couple months, maybe uh, that side of me appreciates it. So I guess I'm actually torn on that. Particular yeah, Fable and Richard just did that. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the all the stuff I got for pre-ordering and all that just came out last week as the uh, pre-order bonus pack, and I was for, like, for for what? For the DLC for Fable Anniversary. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I got I got a, uh, I got a code <laughs> when I picked up my game because yeah. because they were like, your code's on the receipt. I'm like, for what? That's just Some the, the weapons or something. Weapons okay. and small fits. Um, but now Charlie can go just pick them up, which is fine. Yeah. Like I get it. Like you know, all it is, all it is now, all these, all this is, is like your statues and your whatevers and your hoo ha's and your laser swords and all that shit. <laughs> all this is bragging rights to go. Hey, I can spend more money than you can on a video game because I have all this crap. I'm like, I, I don't know. I think, I think, I think some of the stuff is legitimately cool. Like uh, you know, obviously it's not going to be for everybody, but you know, I mean. 
I don't think anyone's surprised, especially if I ever actually post a picture of like my whole like big collection and stuff like that. I don't think anyone will be surprised at anything that's on those shelves. Just well, no. because just because everyone knows how much a fan I am of those games and stuff like yeah. that. I think the only thing that might be a little out of place is the limited edition Tron controller, which I got completely on impulse <laughs> because they only made 250 of them. But yeah, that Tron controller is probably the only thing that's kind of out of place. Everything else, you know, I've got Bravely Default up there. I've got Castlevania, Metroid, StarCraft, WWE 2K14. So you're doing it right. Neil Cooney. All the games you like, you go the extra beyond. Which is what it's supposed to be, but it's... I don't know. There's some of them where it's just like, you can tell they're just trying to cater to the people who are like, what up, because I have this. I think the most um, awkward collector's edition they ever released was probably the Splinter Cell one that came with the remote control airplane. Yeah. Because it's... It, 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 well, I, the Saints Row one, that was awkward. No, that was awesome. That's the word you're looking for. The, Would the you get wub, that one too? The wub wub. No, I wanted to. <laughs> I was I was this close to because it was on sale somewhere. I'm like, I already own the game. No, I'll, I'll pass. And I found out that the, the replica dubstep gun is only like that big. Oh, I was talking about the one with the car. Oh no! I, no, 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 no! no. <laughs> uh, of course, is talking about uh, what was it called? Like the Game of the Generation Edition or something like that? Yeah, it was something ridiculous. It was a million dollars. Only got... one. You get your choice of either a 360 or PS3 copy of the game. No PC version. <laughs> <laughs> a um, uh, and then you get like a Lamborghini and a Prius and uh, corrective facial surgery if you so decide, and a trip to space and uh, like a gun and and stuff like that. And it was a million dollars, and people actually broke it down, and they're like, "This isn't worth a million dollars. All of this is worth like seven hundred thousand." They're like. Well, we don't think this actually exists. And then people actually started emailing, just like, I'm interested in this. And then it was a character from in the game that's emailing you back. It's just like, we'll talk, but we need to see the money first. And I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know if this is legitimate or not. This is getting kind of weird. I would be remiss if I did not tell you that they are, that, that controller is currently selling on eBay for about $150. Eh. The orange one? Yeah. Eh. I'll know it'll go into better hands if I just give it to you. Just don't sell it. I won't. Okay. He will. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm, I'm blabbering enough about, you know, past collector's editions and stuff like that, but I want to know um, what we think, like, if you had, if you had a game... You know, that, that had, like, your dream, like, bundle with it. Like, anything as ridiculous as you can think of that they would actually put in. So, you you know, you can't put animals into a collector's edition. No, I'm sure there's laws against that. PETA would probably have your head on a stick. Um, Just a shipping cost. <laughs> I'd have to overnight every single one of them. <laughs> um, so if you, if you had the chance to have any game with any collector's edition and stuff like that, what would you put together? That is probably the toughest question you could ever ask a person. Like, well, especially because, you, especially you, because you, you know, you, you know, first you have to think of like what game do you think deserves yeah. it, and then what, what would in, what yeah. it would include and stuff like that. That's like a three tier system we got to go through. <laughs> okay, name a game that you think that like without question you would buy a collector's edition of. Assuming you had you know enough money set aside to where you could buy it, what would you? No question about it. What would you just throw down? 
Hmm. Goat, I'm assuming something Fable or Forza related. Probably Fable. If they if Fable Fable Four came out, right? And they had like the the royalty edition and you actually got the crown. <laughs> I wouldn't care how much. Like a fitting actual crown. <laughs> Just a crown? Get like a real like stud on your head crown. You'd wear it everywhere, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but <laughs> maybe the maybe maybe like a staff or something. You know what I'm saying? Like the king outfit or something like that. But even like just the crown. Being realistic, a wearable crown. Uh, Two hundred bucks. I'm in. That seems, that seems a little steep for something that it could, for all we know, just be made out of uh, thick plastic. I'm just saying but... top of the you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I okay. wouldn't go over two hundred for it. Okay. Well, that's good, because I think there's only one collector's edition in history that has real ones, and that's the Titanfall one. Yeah. And I don't foresee any of us getting the Titanfall collector's edition unless I find it on sale. Yeah, if, you find it, if you find it in cheap-ass gamer, tell me, because I really want that dude to hold something. I don't know what yet, but I need a Titan in my in my room. Just, like, I don't know. Like, he can hold my bath towel or something. <laughs> Charlie, can you think of a game? That sure. You... Uh, Mass Effect 4, mm-hmm. and it would come with the Normandy. The, the entire Normandy? Yes. <laughs> not not the, a replica, the spaceship. The starship Normandy. I, I don't think that's possible, Charlie. Oh, was that a condition? Sure. Oh. You, you know what? Let, let's do outlandish and then a possible one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want it for my commute. Um, <laughs> we well, get on here and get off there. <laughs> the ship would never leave. It's not that big. Oh, I thought it was a little bigger. I'm it's thinking... not like Enterprise D scale. Oh, like okay. It's... I'm thinking like Star Destroyer scale. No, 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 no. the Normandy is like the size of a. It's like it's three decks. Large it's like oh. a little, yeah, it's a little. Like a little like a. It's like it's like the Defiant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or I have Falcon. no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I'm assuming it's something Star Trek related. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So then, realistic. Um. See, now I got this whole idea of like like a Star Destroyer and Charlie getting up. And be like, oh, I gotta do my commute to the ship, and I gotta do my sh- commute on the ship to get off the ship <laughs> well, and do my commute to work. You'll just get in one of those like futuristic <laughs> golf yeah, carts. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> like, oh god, ship traffic was crazy today. I should have took the surface streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, while Charlie's thinking of that, I'm going to go ahead with mine. Um, so I'm a I'm a real sucker for I'm a sucker for. Two kinds of things in collector's editions. I'm a sucker for soundtracks, which isn't a surprise at all. So any game that comes with it... I'm going for realistic first, obviously. (laughs) So any game that comes with a soundtrack, especially if it's like, you know, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, anything Nintendo, I'm in. Good. Um... I'm also a sucker for replicas of things. I'm the guy that, on my, you know, on my game shelf, I have a stand where it sits the replica portal gun... Next to that, I have uh, Death's Mask from Darksiders 2. And between the wall and the shelf, I have a Buster Sword, a Master Sword, and a Keyblade. And next to the Portal Gun on the other side, I have an Ocarina. What scale is your Buster Sword replica? Uh, Full size. It's made of wood. Okay. (laughs) The handle is made out of a pool cue. That's Of course it is. It's quite large. It's very large, but it's made out of like really cheap wood because I bought it in like Chinatown last time. One of the times I went to Chicago, and gotcha. so I was just like, "Yeah, okay, fifty bucks. Yeah, fuck it, okay." I would have liked to have seen you carry that home on your shoulder, like just walking around. I did. Yeah, of course you did. The, the, all everyone looked at me funny yet afraid because they couldn't tell it was wood from far away. <laughs> Where do you shop in Chinatown for that? Places that sell weapons. 
course. There's all sorts of places in Chinatown <laughs> where they sell like you know the cheap swords and stuff like that, and they always have knockoff weapons. Yeah, I just okay. Just, I could buy a real like metal Buster sword for seven hundred and fifty dollars, but I probably couldn't lift it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, I could, but it's a long commute home. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think Metro would say yes. I don't think so either. No, that, that one's ordered off Amazon. The shipping is like a hundred dollars. Well, yeah, because it takes three freaking FedEx guys to get it to your door. <laughs> okay, so I have my answer. Okay, so this is um, still. Um, okay, so this is a bit out there, but it is realistic. Okay. Um, so a game like Mass Effect mm-hmm. or something like that, it would come with a skinned custom like android tablet that would like oh. where the casing it would be like it would you know, so it would be made up to look like it was from that universe like the mass effect universe yeah. um but like the interface and like all like the programming it would everything, have like everything would be customized would, to look and it like would be it. A, it would be a second screen thing with the game and wow. like it would have apps on it that would be like you remember like with mass effect 3 they had that whole like fleet thing that yeah. you, they, that, that that like i think it was only on ios that um that app where you could like use it to like up your galaxy readiness level. I still know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and so we would have like some interactivity with it on that, mm-hmm. um, and so it would just be like this, just is this like way over the top um, tie-in to the game. Like you could you still use it for other things. Like it would have like the Play Store on it, so you could right. still use it as a normal Android tablet. Because otherwise, what would be the point? But it would but, be totally themed towards the game. Yeah. So, so you want the collector's edition or the companion companions collector's edition? Because it'd be like your companion, like the over-the-top companion app. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Second like hardware edition. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Like hardware, software, everything is just done for you. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of ties in as well with you know you see the um, the special consoles and stuff like that that come out for games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know they'll include the game obviously, and then yeah. you know the the console itself will be like custom skinned and stuff like that. So well, yeah, they've been that, doing that for years. Yeah. So that's not that's not entirely that outlandish. So that's definitely that's definitely realistic. But I mean, like you know something like that, like you know Android tablet, you know, you know Android tablet that's by so itself you. is like one hundred fifty two hundred dollars, <laughs> right? Right there. So I mean, you're probably looking at like a four or five hundred dollar collector collector's edition. Yeah, but at that point, you're getting a fully functional tablet. So yes. I think the price is justified. <laughs> yes. We're well, getting a fully functional customized tablet. Right. So yes. if they do it in small, limited, like, true limited edition, mm-hmm. it's worth it because Charlie could be like, hey, one of 55. Yeah. yeah. Marked right there in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Engraved. And, and then give it, have it a clear case. Come with it so you can actually see all the painting and all that stuff on it because obviously you wouldn't want to put a case on it because that would kill the point. Right, 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 right. <laughs> So. Or just be like rubberized and rugged, like a like a one of those Panasonic tough books or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so I, I think I think the game I would pick most for a realistic collector's edition would probably be like Kingdom Hearts because they haven't really done a collector's edition before. They've all just been like regular, except for the 3DS one, which just came with like stickers. Yeah, and that was about it. Um, and I would love it, even though I already have one. I'd love it to come with like a replica Keyblade or something like that, like a like, you know. Disney stamped replica, right? An official one, not yeah. something that I bought like, made out of PVC that yeah, came out of with, China. With a guitar yeah. case and like an actual plaque that says yeah. so "official," it, right? So it's a little out there, but it's not impossible. I could totally put it in Snow White's little glass case or Sleeping Beauty's <laughs> thing, you know, like a little mini one with the felt, and you put the thing, and it's got the thing, and the plaque that says "Hey, blah blah blah, Keyblade number sixty of forty million. Forty million. It's, Everyone could get one. It's Disney. Let's be honest. Their limited edition. Well, actually, their limited edition would be. Hey, guess what? We're throwing it in the vault. Yeah. 
<laughs> bought on bought between April and May 2014 Vault Edition. PJ, <laughs> um, I'm a little disappointed in you. Why? Like, like your your collector's edition is nowhere near what I expected. Why? What did you expect from me? <laughs> so here, I've got one for you. So you haven't the, heard my outlandish one yet. <laughs> your realistic one even still was a little bit too um, realistic. <laughs> so. I'm making up a few things here for 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 to support this, but um, <laughs> he's filling oh, in the gray. Right. So really in the next then. in the next version of Kingdom Hearts or, or Final Fantasy, uh -huh. there will be a character who's um, who. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I'll go with go with my original thing. So in the next version of Kingdom Hearts, uh -huh. there's a character uh -huh. whose keyblade is a guitar. I will want that guitar. <laughs> and so the special edition is that you can buy the actual functioning life size guitar shaped like the keyblade. Well, see, I'm okay with that. Actually, you know what would be great? And this will never happen because I don't think the game will ever happen. If a Brutal Legend 2 happened... Oh, there you go. I could get the guitar and the axe. I actually asked Tim Schafer one time. I was just like, how do I get one of those axes? He's like, the, the, the guitar or the weapon? I'm like, either. I don't care. Just, just, <laughs> just give me an axe. Because they made a couple replicas of them. And like Jack Black's got one of them. I'm just like, I want one. So send him an email. I did. He's like, if we ever make them again, I'll let you know. No, no, send Jack Black an email and be like, hey, since yeah, you don't know... I just have Jack Black's email saying around. Since you're really just kind of like an acoustic guy and you really have no use for <laughs> that electric guitar, could you give it to somebody who will use it? No, 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 no. Axe, as in weapon axe. Oh. Like, full size, like, bigger than him, but he could still carry it on his shoulder. Okay, so then just substitute the whole, since you're an acoustic guitar player and have no reason for an actual axe... <laughs> My outlandish collector's edition, this is something that Goat will actually like, and I actually mentioned to him <laughs> off-air. Um, so if Nintendo ever decides to make another Metroid game, which they won't, but, you know, I want I, it to whoa, come whoa, with... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's not kill any dreams here, all right? <laughs> Jesus. So with the, with the success of those Donkey Kong remakes, I'm hoping that they finally make a Metroid 2.5D remake. That's... With the success of the Wii U, at some point did the breakdown and realize Samus sells music. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. You, you had me until yeah. you said, with the success of the Wii U. Hey, that was sarcasm, because I'm not to realize that Samus sells consoles and need to get their dead ass and make me a Metroid game for it. Okay. As long as that's clear. Because um, Mario and the fucking monkey ain't cutting it. <laughs> well, good thing Wind Waker HD is out. Who? Exactly. <laughs> so, with the next Metroid game, I wanted to come with a full and fully functioning suit of Varia armor. With the, with what do you the, imagine the, the supposed price for this would be? Uh, too high for me to come up with a number. <laughs> oh, hold on. Time up. <laughs> That's one minor issue. The issue I have with this is you're not a chick. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna get all that junk in that trunk? <laughs> I would just put the helmet on in the cannon and put the rest on display in somewhere. That's not better, I don't think. <laughs> Somehow I'm thinking that's worse. So when you say fully functioning, speaking of that cannon, <laughs> how fully functioning? Don't I'm fully functioning. <laughs> What happened to the walls? Brush my teeth, hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> it now has a skylight where the tub was. Uh, <laughs> can I just mention, by the way, that I really want there to be like a replica arm cannon that shoots like Nerf bullets? Uh huh. <laughs> I want one for Samus. I want one for Mega Man because then I can have two. Yep. <laughs> you can dual wield arm exactly. cannons. Exactly. <laughs> 
And then you'll have an itch on your nose. Yeah. And then whatever. <laughs> you'll just be hitting yourself in the face with your arm cannons. Like I'm really surprised they haven't Nerf hasn't done a, a buster yet for I mean it's simple. Nintendo probably doesn't want to promote anything that implies violence with children. No, good point. Yeah, Japanese. Anyway. Now I really, really want a Kingdom Hearts or Metroid Collector's Edition to happen. But it won't. But whatever. Anyway. I just want Metroid to happen. <laughs> yeah, I just want Metroid to happen. I miss Metroid. I might need to replay through uh, Prime Trilogy soon. So I had that moment where Super Metroid was on the Wii U. That's as close as I've gotten to it. <laughs> anyway. So that's what we think about Collector's Editions. Let's see what you guys think. And by the way, guys, I, I am going to take a picture of my um, collection of collectors and post it just so you guys have reference to how absolutely ridiculous this is but i swear it's not to brag maybe a little bit to brag uh so our question of course was what's your favorite collector's edition bundle if you could package together your dream collector's edition what would it contain uh, uh matches elfring of course chimes in and says i only own two collector's editions batman arkham asylum and soul caliber 5 which was cheaper than the normal edition thanks best buy neither of them impressed me yeah, they didn't impress me either. Soul Calibur V was, uh, like, the only good thing about it was a s soundtrack, and it came in, like, a book-style case. I still don't understand why soundtracks aren't just included. You'd think, but... Uh, see, and even the soundtracks that are included, they're usually not, like, the whole thing. Like, they might have, like, six tracks on them. I was really disappointed with the Nino Cooney one, because it only had two tracks on it. Two! Two fucking tracks! Yeah, I just... I the rest of the collector's edition was great. It was worth it for that book alone, but... Two Wait, fucking tracks. They actually took the time to include a soundtrack, but it only had two tracks on it. Yep. I don't they actually it. pressed a disc. Whatever. Anyway. To be fair, that soundtrack part was part of the whole, like, Nino starter thing, where the more people that pre-ordered it, the more things they added to the collector's edition, so mm -hmm. they might not have expected that enough people would pre-order it. Um, and the Arkham Asylum collector's edition, you guys remember that? came with a Batarang? Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, apparently was the quality of a Happy Meal toy. Yeah. And a lot of people expected you'd be able to like detach it from the base and throw it and shit. And it's like, yeah, okay. Because Warner Brothers wants that on their litigation. Yeah. It's all one piece. Like, it was attached to the sand, right? Yeah. 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 And that was it. Like, it came in a fancy case, and that was it. Yeah. It was a battering. And everyone's just like, yeah, fucking battering. It's like, this is fucking sucks. It's okay, whatever. Um... Uh, matches dream collector's edition says Smash Brothers collector's edition is my dream collector's oh man I didn't think about that how would that even work there's so many franchises debuted and, or debuted represented and stuff like that yeah. um oh hang on he continues I'm sure he sorts it out <laughs> it would come with a one to six scale statue of Luigi standing on top of all the other combatants corpses <laughs> as well as a CD of all the Smash Bros music and a book containing and a book featuring concept art of level design maybe also a pro Smash Bros controller um matches I hate to burst your bubble but I don't think um Luigi is going to be displayed prominently anymore now that the year of Luigi is over Especially over the quote-unquote corpses of the other combatants. Well, I'm in. I'd buy that just for the statue. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that's yeah. my Smash Brothers Luigi killed everyone statue. I what? Limited edition. Smash <laughs> Brothers for Wii U Luigi Year of Luigi edition. Mm -hmm. There you go. Hey the, Nintendo again. The, we're coming up with great ideas on this episode. Well, they get to only really play off it too and just call it the Walking Luigi edition. <laughs> 
The upside of things like this is that now with uh, with how with the, with the price in three D printers dropping, I mean they're still not cheap by any means. Um, you know, with enough uh, connections and uh, well money, he could make that happen. You know, for his for himself. <laughs> yeah, I I, I almost. Um... I, I seriously looked into purchasing a replica Pokeball off of uh, Shapeways. What does the inside look like? Uh, this one was actually like detailed, like it looks like it did in the anime and stuff like that. With the couch and then TV, yeah. the little plant next to the couch. <laughs> that weird end table that I don't know who bought. <laughs> yes, go. Okay. exactly like that. <laughs> kind of like the Simpsons all living room, but all badly done. Out, all, car- all carved out of walnuts. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Songbird chimes in this week. Uh, Dear Viking Jesus, Goat, and Technotronicorn. I don't know if this is of note, but Goat has underlining under it? I don't know. Well, apparently, like, you made it. She accidentally didn't capitalize me last week, and now she's making oh, it, that's right. it very adamantly clear that's that right. I, uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Moving up the ranks and down the ranks. Apparently, I'm on like the Billboard Top 200 of Songbird. <laughs> Uh, Songbird says for mailbag answer I honestly don't have that many collector's editions but of the ones I own the Kingdom Hearts 3DS is the one I'm most happy with as I have it displayed on my entertainment sleeve oh shelf you spelled shelf wrong it's supposed to be shelf anyway along with my meow wow plush meow wow oh that's a creature from Kingdom Hearts 3D I think Um, however the most bang for my buck goes to Bioshock 2 I don't remember which came with Bioshock 2 I don't remember if that was the one that came with the Vinyl record? They come with the Big Daddy statue? No, that was the no. first one. Okay. Where all the Big Daddy statues, the drill was broken off yeah. and stuff like that. No, I think the second one was the one that came with like the vinyl album and uh, all these posters and stuff like that. Vinyl um, was awesome. Almost got that one because I found it for real cheap, too, and mm. then I remembered it's Bioshock 2. So. But vinyl. Um, <laughs> that Kingdom Hearts 3DS was weird it, it had like a weird like you know that the diamond pattern that you see on sweaters mm-hmm. it had that but with kingdom hearts symbols on it argo yeah that good job goat michelle would be proud right now that's why i know that <laughs> that's why i'm not proud <laughs> thanks michelle what the hell argo uh, is? songbird says for kingdom hearts 3 there should be a playstation 4 edition that comes with the soundtrack of the game along with every soundtrack released for the series and rep and hang on gets better I, I agree with her so mm-hmm. far and continue to agree. <laughs> and replicas of Sora's Keyblade, Donald's Wand, and Goofy's Shield, which seems like a bit much for one collector's edition, but hey, I'm not complaining. Um, also, if you... Statue for Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, if you guys seen the Legend of Zelda wall graphics, it would be really cool to have every world from the Kingdom Hearts series have its own version, considering I'm, I'm a big fan of the, quote, stations. Yeah, you're right. I'm the only Kingdom Hearts fan in this room. Okay. <laughs> Look oh, at us. Oh, and Mario Kart 8 should come with the cart I mentioned last week. Yes. It should. Did you guys see the, the limited edition they're releasing in the UK for Mario Kart 8? No. It comes with a statue of the blue shell. Only in the UK. It's only like $10 more. I just want it for that fucking statue, because huh. Nintendo. So order from Amazon UK. But then it won't work in my Wii U. But you got the statue. Wait, for sure? I don't know that the Wii U is region locked. I'm not taking that risk. But it's a statue. It's Who cares? Google-able. I'm not taking that risk. So buy it here, get your game you want to play, buy it there, get your statue, and then just sell it there. You're already adding more <laughs> steps to this than I would prefer. But you get a statue of Blue Shell. It's not that important, Goat. <laughs> I'll just buy the statue off eBay in three months. Good luck on that. Good luck. I won't have a problem with it. If Some, I can still buy that fucking Club Nintendo Mario hat that so, they did exclusively for three years ago for 20 bucks, I'll be able to buy the fucking okay, right. Blue Shell. Um, 
Songbird says, was there any collector's editions that you regretted getting? Though some of the contents are nice, that ending was not worth it. You're welcome, EA. <laughs> I, I'm, I think she's uh, referring to the Mass Effect 3 one. Mm. Because the ending was yeah. not great. But I, I have the collector's edition for Mass Effect 3 as well. Um, I regret getting the Fallout New Vegas one. because in that? Um, it was the game, obviously. Um, art book select soundtrack came with playing cards and poker chips and like a special like silver dealer chip or something like that um basically a lot of things you would expect to get in a game that has to do with vegas gotcha but i don't regret it for the stuff inside it i regret it for the game because i hated the game but again it was like 20 bucks so it was like yeah okay whatever it'll look nice yeah, on the crap yeah exactly um, then you guys barely own any, so you probably don't really have any regret, do you? No, I usually sidestep the ones. Like, instead of regretting them, I see them, and I'm like, mm, You guys no. are a bit more restrictive than I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more than happy in getting collectible things with my game, but some items I care more than others. What things don't appeal to you in collector's editions? Uh, usually art books. Yeah. Don't appeal? Do no. not appeal. Yeah, art books don't do anything for me. Soundtracks don't really do anything for me. I know they do for you guys, but yeah. you know, not not for me. Um, statues don't really do anything for me. I'm I'm hit or miss on statues. See, you know, if it's, I don't know. Usually, I won't go for it. But like, I, I think the only one I actually thought about was for God of War Ascension because it came with the statue of Kratos. Um, and the, the statue looked really cool, and then they did an unboxing of it, and it was the whole Happy Meal toy syndrome again, where they're just like, the paint is really... Do you remember that guy? Yeah, we watched that together. We watched that together, he literally and takes it, just like... He literally uh, takes it and goes, tap, 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 and he's like, it's plastic. I'm like, so wow, and like, like cheap, that. like, Mattel plastic, you could hear it on the thing, I'm like, yeah. But, like, you could probably turn it over and see all, like, the injection molding yeah. stuff in it and whatnot. So it, it was disappointing. Yeah. It's like I, I had the same kind of thing with, um, I don't think we even talked about the Watch Dogs Limited Edition at all earlier. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's like with that, I guess you're getting, like, uh, a soundtrack art book, uh, statue. Um, Replica bandana. Th that, yeah. <laughs> so coming back to, like, my thing with, like, wanting practical things, that's the only relatively practical thing in there. But I'm not going to wear that. <laughs> so And why not? Um, I <laughs> just know. Well, given his field, that's kind of a bad idea. Walking in with a hacker's bandana at your IT yeah. job. <laughs> I ended up. Hey guys. Uh, I ended up on a whim pre-ordering the collector's edition for Infamous Second Son, which was only twenty dollars more than the regular edition, and they've been they've been selling out like constantly. So it came back in stock, and that was one of the impulses. Just like going rare, buying. It's fucking whatever. But because it comes with a bunch of DLC and stuff like that, it comes with a replica like hat, like the guy wears, which I probably won't wear, but it'll be weird to have. But it also comes comes with like pins and patches from the guy's vest and anyone who knows me knows that i have a gaming vest you know covered with like video game logos and stuff like that so i'm like yeah that's me yes yeah. with the pins For and bucks, or patches yeah. yeah huh with pins and or patches this vest is covered in. yes so if guy has a vest with pins or patches he's in yeah <laughs> well you know and yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing is like, yeah, twenty bucks. Okay, great. You know, the, the Watchdogs one was like, it's like it's one hundred and twenty, one hundred and twenty, yeah. something like that. And it's so, double the price of the game. Yeah, yeah. and there it's, there, there yeah. have been a couple of times where I was actually proud of myself. Like, you know, I remember a couple of years ago when they first announced the um, the uh, Prestige Edition for Modern Warfare Two that came with the night vision goggles and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I racked up a ton of GameStop credit, and I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just gonna get it. And then I'm like, and then like a week later, I'm like. 
It was 150 bucks. For that $150, I can just get that game, another game, and half of one more game or a DS game. And so I'm like, I'm going to take some of this back. <laughs> you know, I was proud of myself. But And then I heard the night vision goggles were horrible. So, mm. yay. Um, I'll assume that VJ has already taken the Kingdom Hearts survey. She knows me so well. <laughs> I'll assume that VJ has already taken the Kingdom Hearts survey, but if not, I'm now very disappointed. Don't worry, you're not. You don't need to be disappointed. I actually mentioned it on my personal Facebook page, and these guys saw it. Um, there was a question on there that said, "Are you more a fan of Square Enix or more of Disney?" And I was conflicted, and I didn't know who to choose. And I said, um, "You know," and, and Charlie's response to that was, "I should have picked Disney because they wouldn't make me choose. They they'd probably tell me what I liked, but you know." No, they would just buy the other thing, and then you could just be a fan <laughs> of Disney. <laughs> That was my that was my answer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, pick Disney because they buy anything anyways. <laughs> That's true. Um, everything was relatively easy, with the exception of one question: How would you describe Kingdom Hearts to your friend in one sentence? Oh, that was easy. A crossover between Disney and Final Fantasy worlds and an action RPG. Done. <laughs> That's not the email I got from you. It was all caps that says "Buy this or I'll kill you." I. <laughs> so I bought it. Well, you know. Just seemed kind of pressing. That, that, that seemed like the easiest question for me, but that's that's just me. What do I know? Um But yeah, I did I did legitimately get stuck up on do you prefer Square Enix or Disney more? I'm like, ah What did that, you end up choosing? I ended up going with Square Enix. Because, uh, as odd as it sounds, um, I have more faith in Square Enix than I do with Disney. Really? Yeah. Well, look at what Disney's doing with, like, you know, Disney Interactive. They just announced 700 people got laid off. And then they're slowing down video game production massively. You know, Square Enix, I mean, it'll take them a while to get games out. But when it comes out, with the exception of Lightning Returns, it'll live up to what I thought it was. Goat's shaking his head no. Yeah, Charlie's not no. sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I get better feelings from Square than I do from Disney. When it comes to... Old school Disney would win out in my mind. New... Uh, current Disney? Uh, no. So was the, the, if the context of the question is, is who, who do you prefer when it comes to video games? Okay, fine. But Disney is rocking Marvel... And so far, their first initial steps with Star Wars is, I mean, you know, poor LucasArts, putting that aside, yeah. you know, their initial steps with Star Wars, uh, with like, you know, the new Clone Wars series and stuff like that have been positive, so. Well, see, in the, in the context of the survey, I took it as, you know, because remember, this is all about Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. Okay. So in context of the survey, I'm thinking, who do you want to be more, you know, dominant in, the, in Kingdom Hearts 3? All right, fine. And yeah, so... Okay, and, yeah, and, because I, 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 and I've been the person like remember when I when I used to write for a website that I don't like anymore. I wrote a top ten list of top ten worlds that should be in Kingdom Hearts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like number two was uh, Final Fantasy worlds because I'd love it if you know suddenly you see like Disney characters show up in like Midgar or like Balam Garden or something like that or fucking you know Xanarkand and stuff like that. It'd be really it'd be like the other side of the crossover, you know, instead of seeing Final Fantasy characters in Disney worlds, you see Disney characters in Final Fantasy worlds. I should really play these games cuz I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I I I think you'd actually enjoy them. I know it's like what? Square Enix meets Disney. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, traditional RPG combat. It's 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 an action RPG. Oh, okay. So combat's like I want to say like Zelda, but a little bit deeper than that because you still have to like level up and stuff like that. Okay. But the combat is like one button press per one attack. So like Fable. Yeah, actually, that's a very good comparison. 
Yeah, because I played Tron Evolution when it came out, which was published by Disney Interactive, and uh, wasn't a horrible game, but it also wasn't a it, good game. It wasn't mind blowing. Yeah, I played it. Yeah. I played it a couple months ago. It was okay, but it wasn't mind blowing. Oh, that doesn't count. Yes, it That's does. a movie game. <laughs> well, which is most of what Disney Interactive puts out, yeah. if it's not, unless it's Disney Infinity. Which, which is, is still really not original IP. Game. Yeah. <laughs> which is exactly. It's just a plastic movie game. So we missed it last week um, because we're still getting used to it. Um, where we mentioned the next mailbag question within you know the podcast and stuff like that. Um, which you know, my apologies for totally forgetting, but all of us were all sorts of tired and drunk and. Building collector's editions. Building collector's editions. Um, so, so we'll uh, rectify that here. Um, we've teased for a couple weeks now that we wanted to do a whole feature on what we think Nintendo's next move should be, given that you know they, they've been kind of in a rough spot for the past oh, year. Yeah, just one. <laughs> well, okay. The, the, well, no, they're doing fine until that uh, other Wii came out. <laughs> oh, the Wii 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that gamepad thing that goes to your existing Wii. Oh, that yeah, thing, that. yeah. There was a little um, confusion there. <laughs> so next week, we're finally going to have our feature um, on uh, that we like to call State of the Nintendo. Um, so our mailbag question for next week is going to be, what do you think Nintendo needs to do to uh, be dominant in the video game industry again? You know, uh, and obviously you'll send her answers onto the Facebook page when we post it, or email, or the hotline, or fucking carrier pigeon, whatever. And even if your knee-jerk reaction to that question is, "There's nothing they can do," let just, us know. Yeah. Well, but I, you know, I I think that's or good. I, I let us know while elaborating. <laughs> yes, yeah, because I I think I think a lot of people's response is going to be, "It's like it's too late." Like you know, they're they're in the Sega Dreamcast position of like you know. They just need to give it up, kind of a thing. But the, I, I'm, I'm really interested to know, like, okay, but if they, if they were going to, right? How, how what far would they, would they have to go in right. order to pull themselves out of this? You know, right. it's not impossible. It's just, you know, even the lifelong Nintendo fanboy in the room is looking at him like, ah, guys, got to step it up a little, you know. So, so that'll be for next week. Other than that, I uh, think that's the regular episode stuff, right? Goat, you have a bunch of shows coming up, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I got a busy end of March. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, details do you remember? Well, there's a lot of them that are still in in the. But I can give you, I can give you dates, and I can give you places, and a guesstimate of time. Okay, good. Which one, one more do you need? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm down. All right, so March 21st in Steger, Illinois. Which is by Joliet. Okay. I mean, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at another hole in the wall, we are uh, playing with a uh, Dead Horse Trauma. That is actually a band. I'm aware. Um, you told me last night. Yeah. Uh, really cool dudes out of Des Moines. Um, Iowa? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's about all the details I have, and now it's still kind of formulating. All right. Uh, then the following night, the 22nd, we are in Aurora End Zones with Fatal Havoc. And how to pull the propaganda and disillusion. Um, that's I think five dollar cover, eight o'clock guesstimate. Uh, and then what else we got? The 29th, following Saturday, <laughs> we are at Back Bar in Janesville, Wisconsin. That's about all I have on that one. I am horrible at this, but it's not my fault. <laughs> That's okay. Where can they find all this information anyway? They can find it at 29needles.com. They can also find it on our Facebook 
page, which is backslash 29 Needles Band. Um, follow us on Twitter, 29 Needles, at 29 Needles. <laughs> so, okay. we're, we're out there. We're on, we're on the intranets. <laughs> intranets? Yes. <laughs> Man. That's, uh, that's... Char- Charlie has done a famous job of being able to type in 29 Needles into Google, and everything just is like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Is that everything you've got so far? Uh, yeah, for Let's this month. Okay. <laughs> Charlie, would you like to uh, share where you got those bitchin' Cookie Monster pajamas? Uh, they were a, um, I believe, a Valentine's present. Valentine's Day present from Michelle Aww. last year. So you'd have to check with her. Um, <laughs> she picked them up at bitchinvdaygifts.com. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Um... I wonder if that domain's taken. If not, it's going to be... <laughs> It'd be amazing. The brand new Viking Jesus page, bitchinvjday.com. <laughs> no, 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 VJ Day is a thing. And it doesn't mean anything about anything I want to be associated with. Are you sure that's not V-day, VD Day? Go on, Charlie. Apparently um, Goat's going to need a history lesson when we go off air. I currently don't really have anything interesting to plug. Um, however, I have learned recently that uh, apparently March is Start Your Own Business Month, according to okay. someone somewhere. And um, so I may take something off the back burner that I've had on the back burner for a long time. Oh, so I'll just leave it at that. Interesting. Uh, I've got a show coming up April 4th. It's a Friday night at the Courthouse Pub in Goshen, Indiana. Uh, it's me and East Meets West, Burn the Heavens, Half Fiction, and Fear No Tomorrow. Uh, no cover, so just show up, have some drinks, listen to a lot of different kinds of music, apparently. Yeah, that's a hodgepodge. Yeah, it, it's, but fucking whatever, man. It, it, it should be a fun night. So you're, you're, you're guaranteed to find something you like, <laughs> if you like music. Um, like I said, no cover, so if you're in the air, in the Northwest Indiana area come out have a good time i'll be there goat will be there he has to be there um charlie won't be there unless he really feels like it but i don't think he will what day of the week is it huh it's a friday uh, i mean uh, we'll see what i can do <laughs> you had me at have some drinks <laughs> of course i did <laughs> and then followed up with hodgepodge of music <laughs> um but anyway that's all i've got for now actually um, so it's been a while since I mentioned the vi- next video game cover that I'm putting out, but um, I've uh, we- we've confirmed to be finishing it up within the next week, relatively getting all the parts done, not necessarily finishing it up. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll uh, I'll drop another hint for you guys here, um, which isn't going to be too much of a hint if you've been paying attention. But it's been a while. Um, so uh, this past Friday, I was practicing with Miss Jenny Richter, who uh, of course you guys know her from the Still Alive cover we did. Um, so that's my hint: is that there need this song needs a female vocalist. Like I said, not much of a hint, but. It's something to keep you guys tied over, and I promise we'll be revealing the song soon because uh, we're finally, finally getting towards the end of it. The scheduled solar system is finally aligned for us. It's these past few months. Just if you've ever worked retail during the holidays, not to mention you know everything that's been going on with the podcast and other projects and stuff like that. Oh, and people around the country and all sorts of stuff. Exactly. (laughs) It was. was... Yeah, Jenny went to Spain a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Kind of hard to uh, schedule that. God, anyway. So, yeah. So, new song coming out soon, etc. Um, 
But other than that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie, a.k.a. Cookie Monster. Not really. <laughs> See you on Cookie. <laughs> I think Liam Nielsen took that, too. At T-E-K Cookie Monster. <laughs> He's checking Twitter to see if that handle's taken or not. Um, uh, we're on Google Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own fucking website. We're on uh, Google Play with the Game Ride Radio official app. It's free. Thank you, Cecil. God damn it! I like how he's going from Cecil to Cecil. <laughs> and that was a great Muppet voice. <laughs> anyway, um, you got to slide off stage on the Muppet Show too. Be like, ah. <laughs> Please uh, give us five stars, plus one us, upvote us, like us, thumbs up us, be careful with that last one, whatever it is on whatever. Are you okay over there, Charlie? When you're thumbs up on us, make sure you do the Kermit arms so he does a voice for a reason. <laughs> whatever it is, on whatever <laughs> medium it is you listen to us on, please give us a good rating. We'd really appreciate that. Um, of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com. Or you can use the Gamerhead Radio official hotline at 94926-GAMER. We can't promise we'll answer it. In fact, we probably won't, but we'll at least listen to whatever it is you have to say in our ears. This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Jim Henson's Workshop, because Disney, we can do it too. This has been Gamerhead Radio. Cookie monster like anal penetration. (laughs) (laughs) What? Don't repeat it. (laughs) Thumbs up us. That's what you meant, right?